Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we, we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things right, Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Oh! Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Beer, also, okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. Girls who like it rough. These 
shorts and shoes attached to springs Taking poops and playing hoops and balls attached to strings This is some stuff and some things This is some stuff and some things This is stuff Welcome to Stephen Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Stephen Things. Willkommen. How are you? Well rested? I hope yeah, so. Good. I'm sleepy. I am kind of tired as I'm well. I'm grumbly. <laughs> no, not grumbly. It was crummy. No. Well, crummy the clown. <laughs> we were coming up with an alternate universe version of The Simpsons. <laughs> you know, with Humphrey Simons. <laughs> Humphrey. Bridge. Brat, Brat Simons. Brat. They just went straight for Leslie, it with them. Leslie Mary. Simons, old grandpa Alfred Simons, Easter, you know. e- Easter Bunny's big assistant, their, their dog, <laughs> Easter <It's a> Chihuahua, <laughs> <laughs> Easter Bunny's big assistant. Wow, you have uh, I don't know Fireball the cat, <laughs> Fireball it's a cat, Fireball the and cat. There's uh, you know yeah, all Chief the other Williams, Chief, <laughs> Chief Willem. There's uh, there's uh, um. The notable uh, cast of uh, <laughs> J- Jumbo, Fred Nanders. <laughs> uh, we have fun. Anyway, so Fun-ass welcome to Stephen Simons. Um, dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, just we get it in a minor key. Um, so uh, before flip we flip it and reverse it. <laughs> what? Bring rat chicken bean to me as the All right. right, cool. What Whatever. was that? Well, you guys, you boys and girls at home, can play that backwards and hear a secret message. Yeah, <laughs> Don't. your oval team. <laughs> Um, so welcome to Stephen Things. If this is your first time with us, welcome. And if you are a returning sat cat, we salute you. We raise our glasses, our, our, our mugs of water at you. We need them because our voices are getting tired. Water. From all the potting that we're doing. <laughs> Forgot about that term. We haven't referred to it as potting in a while. Yeah. Um, she, you know. Which soon there won't be a reason to call it a podcast anymore because there's no such thing as an iPod really anymore. It's true. They're slowly disappearing. be internet cast. But there's lots of other things on the internet. Netcast. Ways that you can reach out to us um, if you like what we do and you want to reach out to us. Way number one you can reach out to us is through our website, StephAnnThingsPodcast.com. It's a Tumblr site, so you can hit the little plus button and uh, follow us on Tumblr if you would like. Uh, On that same website, on the sidebar, there's a lot of neat little links to get to all of our other cool stuff on the internet. Uh, Thing number one you can do is uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. We are in the iTunes Music Store under the podcast section. Um, So you can subscribe to us there by clicking that subscribe link. It'll take you there and you can do that uh, thing number two you can do um, is actually reach out to us via social media we do have social media platforms that we are a part of such as twitter so on twitter you can reach us at at sat podcast that's s-a-t podcast uh, you can also reach out to us individually on twitter for me ian it's at i rich that's at i-r-i-t-c-h and for chewy it's at chupacabra c-h-e-w-p-a-c-a-b-r-a you can also reach out to us on, on instagram we do have an instagram account at sat podcast as well s-a-t podcast uh, you can also reach out to us via uh via the uh, old facebooks and give us a thumbs up like on Facebook, ah. <laughs> the most old-fashioned way of all, 
you can reach out to us. It's good old American email. You can reach us at stuff and things podcast at gmail.com. Again, stuff and things podcast at gmail.com. And finally, you can check out some of the other shows on the stuff and things podcast network, which is at stuff and things network.com. Uh, and you can uh, actually fill out a neat little form. If you'd like to write us there, if you're a little have a problem with remembering email, you can also fill out that form there uh, and we'll get your emails there too. So, uh, you can that, also just hop up on the roof and just shout shatter us. names. <laughs> and, and if you're close, we might hear you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so chewy my friend i haven't seen you in a while you've been we we've just our, our paths have not crossed in a while when i get home you're asleep or when you get home i'm asleep it's, well, it's you've been, been busy and you've been busy too though you've been a busy man as well you're always I, I there's been times where i've been home and you are not here and there have been times where you're home and i'm not here so uh we this, th- i always find though that these are the best shows because we haven't seen each other in a while so uh, we, we have a lot to talk about and we have things we, we have things that we haven't had a chance to be like, oh, I'm going to save this for the show. There's, it's like a whole it it's a whole bundle of mystery. The only thing I do know is tonight we have some more elevator stories that I'm true. excited to hear. Um, so would you like to start with those first or would you like me to start the festivities um, off this evening? Whatever we can do either way. What do you think? So I haven't. I, I don't know. I, I, I saw this the other day and yeah. Chewy. <clears throat> There's a lot of religions out there. There and are. We've had mm-hmm. a, a susceptibility of to cults. I, uh, for, I, for, I me, for me, for me, you are susceptible. I, I to realize cults. I am, but but I'm not super susceptible. Like I'm smart enough to know if something's a cult. Like if they lead with the crazy, but you go with it. <laughs> no, if they lead with the crazy, I'm going to say no. But if they're like, we're here to help mankind, I'm like, oh great, and we're going to help it by murdering everyone in this cult. Then you're like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Somehow it works. I don't it know works, how. But if you're like, let's murder everyone, no, but no. it's to help everyone. No, no. you can't so you, just say you can't it's to lead help. With the crazy you can't leave with the crazy that's why when you go on a first date with someone they're all like nice and kind and then slowly you learn yeah. they're insane whether they be male or female we're all a little date insane two, you just go but crazy speaking of a group of insane people be like batman there is a we new cult nuts. that is sweeping across russia a cult okay the title of this article is from moviepilot.com you won't believe this cult in mm. russia mm-hmm. dedicated to worshiping you ready for this? Okay. One minor Disney character. <laughs> okay. Now, Chewie, I'm uh, going to give you three guesses, and I guarantee you're going to uh, get them wrong. Okay. Think of... I'll give you, I'll give you one hint. Okay. It's from a popular Disney 90s cartoon show. Cartoon show? Take a guess. You have three guesses. Go. Fuck. Um, Darkwing Duck? Nope. No, he might but be you're like, on the right path, though. So it's that level of minor. It's that le- It's that 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 group of shows. Uncle Scrooge. Nope, he's too major. Oh, there's man. one. There's there's one more show. Well, right. actually, there's a lot of shows that were on there. But okay. you have one more guess. Shit. I guarantee uh, you'll get it wrong. Uh, man, this is a tough one. I don't. I don't know. It's one of the characters that is in this picture. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, what, it's from Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Now, take a shot in the dark. Which one do you think is the one these people are worshipping? <laughs> no, really. 
Which one do you think? Uh, now think about it. This is yeah. coming from the internet. And these are anthropomorphic so, animal-human hybrids. Yeah. Which one do you think people are worshiping? Oh, I forget her name. Which one do you think name. people yeah. are worshiping? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to read this article. There's no denying that Disney has created some wonderful characters over the years, with Mickey Mouse undoubtedly sitting at the top of the list as Walt Disney's most famous creation. But while many of us may grow up loving characters such as Ariel and Simba, or as more recently, Flynn Rider and Elsa, uh, for one group in Russia, it's rather a different character who has captured their hearts. Gadget Hatch Hackwrench appeared in the TV series Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, the cartoon mouse was, without a doubt, totally adorable, acting as the team pilot, inventor, and mechanic in the series. But for a group in Russia, their love of Gadget was taken to the next level <sighs> when they created a kind of religious cult idolizing the character. Now, you might not believe that this cult exists, right? You think, you think I mean, how, do you, how do we know? How do we have proof? Well, please tell me that. Oh, my God. <laughs> But isn't that just a fan club, though? No, let's read on. Okay. Wait, a like, gadget yeah, cult? I want to see. I want to see what the difference is between this and, and just being a fan club. All right. Yes, that's right. Well, gadget being horny for a mouse. While gadget was never the main character in Chippendale Rescue Rangers, she has been prom- promoted to a top spot by a group of Russian adorers. The group have been known to pray to posters of her. Okay. <laughs> so. Pray like what kind of praying? Hold gatherings to talk about how great she is. Okay, that's like fan a club. church. That's a fan club. If you if you think about it though, church is just a fan club for God. It is. <laughs> it is. Compose songs about her. Okay, again, fandom and pasting stickers of her wherever they go. Fandom. The one thing that makes it's, it's it not prayer. is praying. Is the prayer. That's what stamps yeah. cult on it. Yeah. Um, well, they even they even celebrate. <laughs> this is the best line. They even celebrate her birthday, which they believe to be March fifteenth. <laughs> which they believe. <laughs> not, e- not even like that was her first appearance. Just they believe. <laughs> they believe. So, Chewie, I'm sure you're wondering, as we all are, why gadget. Well, while Gadget is surely an adorable character, she's hardly the most famous Disney creation. So why exactly did the group choose to worship her? When the Gadget cult was asked this question by by, <laughs> by website English Russia, a member responded. Do you want me to read? Do, you, oh do it in the accent. Do you want me to do it in the Russian accent? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I could. This is the most. Okay, you're going to lose it. Do it. <clears throat> she is the divine being, the most untouched and perfect sibling of the great of the great God on earth. Why I love her? It's stupid question. How can't I love the goddess? She is strict, cute, optimistic, and her level of technical knowledge is unachievable for a mortal <laughs> being. <laughs> She's the smartest being to ever run. Now, her. a part of me, though, is yeah. like, are these guys pranking? They gotta be. They dude. gotta be. They gotta There's be. no way. Like, I mean, like, in the world of the internet, we know anything can exist, but yeah. have we really gone this far? But, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It, it, it's different to be like, hey. Look at them. Look at them adoring her. <sighs> There's like, they have like, they have like essentially a giant printed poster. This is yeah. them celebrating her birthday. Like see out. the balloons in the background? Yeah. Oh my God. It, it, see, it's, it's like, <laughs> the thing is, this is obviously, but then again, like Scientology exists. I was going to say, like, it's obviously like a fictional character that was created by, you know, whatever. And then yeah. people are like, hey, I'm just going to start worshiping that. It's like, well, you know, it's nothing. I mean, literally at this point, if I started praying to Batman, yeah, I would be doing the same thing. Well, exactly. And exactly. by the way, uh, this Saturday is Batman Day, just to let you know. <gasps> is it? Saturday the 26th, the day after you hear this episode, is officially Batman Day. So Sh- Show us your bat wings. So wear a Batman t-shirt. 
or something. Do something, do something bat related. Do something Batman. <laughs> don't go fight crime. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Do something Batman. You interpret that however you want. Happy birthday, Batman. I don't know if it's his birthday. Ooh, I think it was a... It's Batman Day. I don't know why. Oh, it's just probably his, it's his birthday. Day. Maybe it's his first or day maybe that's when his parents comics died. came out. I don't know. Um, maybe that's when his parents died. So there you have he it. Apparently, apparently Gadget is so smart. Fighting the night. <laughs> apparently Gadget night. is so smart Using and beautiful. Darkness. She must surely be a goddess. To strike fear in the hearts of criminals. And apparently Gadget's popularity among Russians is undeniable. And to take s- down... The- <laughs> Despite not being a, mem- uh, a cult member himself, one commenter on an article about the gadget cult showed complete understanding as to why the worshippers started the gadget uh, worship. Uh, worship posting. Okay. I don't know if this guy's Russian, so I'm just going to imagine he's not and read it normal. Let's pretend that he's English. <laughs> I found one pic with gadget in a in a web a couple of days ago. From uh, from that moment, I just fell in love with her. I watched the cartoon when I was about five or six years old, Even, but even now I can't remember something from it except the tune, and I'm not, I'm not interested in it now. But Gadget crashed me into pieces. Oh, Her God. beauty, intelligence, kindness mixed with fix-it girl image is so tempting. Her pics from the cartoon are wonderful, but there's so much fan art where she just looks like the ideal female. Oh, God. I look on her and think, what would I like to be changed in her and understand? Nothing. She's perfect. In our dirty world, she's the one and only angel. I downloaded lots of her pictures within some days and kept looking and looking at, uh, on her. Just can't take my eyes off. I absolutely understand the men who started the cult because Gadget gives us all the hope that there's the endless beauty in our world, the ideal girl, which we'll never meet in reality. I love you, Gadget. <laughs> oh, God. Does it really say I love you, Gadget, or did you throw that in? You can read oh, it. What God, does that say? It fucking says it. Check this out. This is them Shit. doing rituals. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they have tiki fuck? tortures and a gadget. What stuff. the fuck? Uh, you know, that last guy could be fucking with us. Um, ironically, while Gadget is a subject of a Russian cult, there was actually an episode in Chippendale Rescue Rangers where the Rangers come across a cult of their own. However, in the show, the mice choose to worship a soda called Cuckoo Cola. <laughs> Whether you think the Russian gadget cult is weird, strange, cool, or otherwise, there's no denying that despite Chippendale Rescue Rangers ending 25 years ago, the show will never be forgotten by some. There's no doubt it exists. So, <laughs> let me ask you this. Yes. What fictional character would you base a religion around? Uh, like if I was starting it? And let's or do this. if I was like, I'm joining Let's do it. this. No, you're starting it. And let's do this. We'll, do, we'll keep with their, their, their idea. Only female. Has to be a goddess. Can't be a dude. Because uh, that, that way I can't, you can't pick Batman or you know, any of the... So you have to pick a female character. Shit, Who would be the dude. goddess of your religion? And do they have to be a cartoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got to be a cartoon. Well, some sort of fictional character, yeah. So it could be from a comic book or... Well, I mean, like it could but be... But it can't be like an actress where you can go meet the person? Well, no, but that's the thing. You wouldn't be like, oh, I worship Scarlett Johansson. You'd no. you like, oh, I worship... Blackwood. Yeah, that's fine. Or like, oh, and like, what is Scarlett Johansson like the like the earthly form of it? Like the or is it, or, no. or or is it like Muhammad that offends you? No, no, and you, and like that shouldn't be. This should be banned. Just, she just happened to portray her. Yeah, it, it could have been anyone. Yes, you know, but, it but, she, was but she's like is she like a saint in the church. Like she's no. like she's portrayed our goddess so beautifully. Yeah. She's like a priest or something. <laughs> so, like someone the, is she the pope of the? Church? Are you the pope? Ah, she's she's kind of the one being All like, right. hey. So I'm going to tell you what Black Widow says because you know I've been <laughs> chosen to tell you her word. Oh, so um, you're like the head of the I, Mormon Church. Let's see who who would it be? That's a tough question. 
Um, a fictional character too. Mm. God damn it! I don't fucking know this. Who would you worship? Who would you give your life to worship to? <sighs> That's a really hard question. <laughs> I was not prepared for this at all. <laughs> like, I can maybe think of maybe a couple of people like that are real, but like, uh, just fictional characters. Like, who's the perfect fictional character woman to you? Uh, I don't know, dude. That's tough. You go first. Uh, I don't know. It's really tough. I feel like just based on her goddess like powers alone, probably Jean Grey would be a smart call. Oh. But then the Phoenix, you can feel the Phoenix's wrath. Yeah, that's true. So that would be like something where someone would be like, "Oh, I could buy it. He's he's crazy enough to do it." <laughs> <laughs> or um, maybe even like a poison ivy cult. Like you're really into yeah. nature and shit. Like you'd be like, "Nature is everywhere. Can't you see her divine influence?" I just like they love her. Te- I like that. Uh, the one thing I will say about them. Is yeah, it's a little creepy and weird, but at least they mentioned the one important thing about the character. Like her technical knowledge is unpassable. Like she's so smart. She is. Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, like this might change. Like if you ask me at another time, but I'm gonna go with Wonder Woman. That's a good one too. Because like Wonder Woman is, you know, she's herself like a goddess. Essentially, mm-hmm. she already is a goddess. Yeah. It's just a matter of choosing to worship her or not. Um. And, like, I, I don't know, it just seems like she could do great good and great, like, like she could smite you. She yeah. She could, like, smite the shit She's out so, of she you. She could smite you good. That's yeah, for sure. you could be smoten by her. Oh, for sure. And smitten. Um, <laughs> smoten and smitten. Smoten and smitten. And smitten. <laughs> what would you call the your cult? What would you call your cult? Um, <laughs> what would it be? T- oh, God. Um... I'm trying to think of a good one. Uh, let's see. Children of Themyscira. This like, is too nerdy. This is too like th- Themyscira, like Themyscira Reborn or something like that. Yeah. Or like uh, Themyscira Earth or like... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stick with Jean Grey on mine because she has a cosmic force behind her, so it's almost mm. like she's a god. Oh, it's you like just it's, be cult of it, phoenix. You, you know, what it is, you're worshiping the phoenix, but 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 Jean Grey is like the is like Jesus. Yeah, she's like the one that the phoenix goes exactly, through. and the phoenix is the Holy Ghost because it's you know and the it's fucking and bird. it's and, and, and the thing is too, and the phoenix in the comics has possessed yeah. other characters too. Yeah, but she is the pure phoenix. Yeah, she's exactly. the original. She's the pure one. Every just, every other one are are, are they're heretics, foul liars who beseech the name of the phoenix, just like the Holy Spirit. Oh no, has. I'm starting to believe it right now. Just like the Holy Spirit has uh, possessed other people in the past, too. Yes, like, correct. You know what's his face? Yeah. Uh, so I'm worshiping the Jane Phoenix, Jones. but she is like a she is like a. I guess the Phoenix would be it now, but 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 but, it, but Jean Grey would be like the the, the main one. Yeah. Um, what would I call? It? I mean, it'd have to just be like the Cult of the Phoenix or something like that. Yeah, be cult simple. of Phoenix. <laughs> the Phoenix followers. Uh, followers. Follow of, Phoenix on Twitter. Followers of Phoenix or something like that. Um, I don't know, dude. Uh, oh, mine would just be like Seekers of the Truth. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> seekers of the Truth. Simple. All right. Um, you know, and like, if someone thinks you're lying, you have to. Um, you you have to stand trial before her one true. Um, it's just—it's just like a bust, bus. a statue of it that yeah. you bought at a comic book store. Exactly, <laughs> like a fan-made one. <laughs> it's like once the freaking new Superman movie comes out, you got that—you got a giant like one of those yeah. like big like yeah. character ones that yeah. are giant that only rich people have, like exactly. the ones that were like a. Like you get like if you're lucky or cursed, you have one of like Jar Jar Binks in your house. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know, man. That's the weirdest one I've heard of. That's I, I pretty don't, weird. It's yeah. pretty weird. It's like, if you look at it too, like, okay, let's talk about Jonestown real quick. Yeah. So Jonestown, I, you yourself probably wouldn't have fallen for it because it wasn't. Once they say leave the country, I'm like, oh, well, I don't it know. Wasn't, it wasn't aimed at you. No. no. It was aimed at essentially non-whites. You know, it, it was kind of like, hey, like all these weird race relations is coming to a race or war. Pe- people with some sort of people with some sort of. Uh, well, what what they did is he usually cults get people who have something missing in their lives. Well, yeah, but what he did is he preyed on the insecurities of non-whites because he's like, you know, look at you know, because it was like when shit was like going down where like civil rights wasn't really fully in place and there's mm-hmm. a lot of backlash to it. Yeah. So he's like, we're going to start a place where everyone's equal and we want to stay away from the race riots that are going to break out here. And we'd already seen them here. So he's like, those are the beginning signs. And then he like basically just used everyone for like labor and shit and like, <laughs> you know, to like grow his army and power and shit. And anyway, but, but so you wouldn't have been like targeted by that, but like, I don't know the the followers or the seekers of the truth and and the Phoenix followers. What would like? What would our targets be? What do you mean targets? <laughs> like, like who are the people we're trying to convert? Yeah. Well, I mean we're obviously got it. We obviously got the comic book nerd audience. We skipped well, no, like no, the, but I mean like you can't just be like we oh. just promised them. We promised them like like in their like when they die, they get to go to a place where they will have nothing but the goddess's love until until the end of eternity. You oh I know okay. an endless so, eternity. So if you yours, <laughs> I think yours would be people who feel isolated and who feel oh, yeah, powerless. All the people who, who who all the people who are relating to the X Men. It's yeah. easy because because here's the thing. <laughs> then you could be like, hey, not only are you powerful because the Phoenix is in all of us, but you could be you could be like you're selling me on this. This sounds seem pretty good. <laughs> but because the Phoenix is in all of us. Mm-hmm. You are one with everyone mm-hmm. that the Phoenix is one with. <laughs> so you are never alone. Aww. Even when you're sitting by yourself and everyone now else is let chosen us, to... Let us sing like, the hymn of our, of our church by the late, great Michael Jackson. <laughs> you are not alone. Phoenix, here with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, don't even, we don't even bother to edit it out. We just yeah. turn the volume down for that second and then turn Phoenix. it back up. <laughs> And for Seekers of the Truth, it's people who have been lied to. By the way, that song will be played by the band, Yeah, Phoenix. There you go. <laughs> um, What's for Seekers of the Truth? You said it's... It's, it's just people who are, are, are seeking truth, like skeptics everywhere. <laughs> I'll have to make you skeptics... You have to work really hard. <laughs> but I'll just be like, hey, you you're just, looking for the truth, You just too. gave yourself a challenge. Yeah, like, you, Well, they're looking for the truth, and what greater truth is there? The truth. I of feel like scare. I feel like though you got to hide that Wonder Woman thing way down. So yeah. they got to be too deep in the organization to leave, like Scientology. Let's, too deep in the organization to leave by the time they find out what it's really about. Exactly. Mine's more upfront. Yours is more hidden. Here's what it would be. I would make sure that <laughs> I would make sure that I have involved them in <laughs> some sort of acts. So if they wanted to leave, I'd be like, uh-uh, uh you did this, and that's kind of being an accomplice to it. So therefore. You're going to go to jail if you leave. So maybe stay here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, keep, stay, maybe, maybe stay. Maybe here. stay here. <laughs> Let's get some tea. Let's talk about this. Let's have a little chat. So you're literally doing Scientology in Jonestown. Yeah. What if somebody tries to leave? Are you going to lasso them back in yeah, with the that's, lasso? That's of the truth. Solid gold lassos. Are for. What do you think I'm going to be doing with the money? 
I'm gonna be building and manufacturing solid gold gold lassos. Do you think in, in your in your cult that like the women will be made stronger than the men? Like the men will be more subservient and the women will be stronger? Um, I, I think that's what you do. You prey on you prey on the uh, on females who are looking for, uh, looking for strength. Um. No. And you'd be like, look, I mean, I'm like, and, you just be, and when she's like, what, what are you the leader of this? You go, no, I'm just her humble servant. There is no leader, but the great Diana. <laughs> I, I would say, <laughs> I would say that it's for anyone seeking the truth. Just say that you follow the great but Diana, what but I'm don't say do. who the great Diana here's is. Here's what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do is I'll be like, Hey, a big part of this cult, I mean, religion is, <laughs> is going to be movement, religious movement, physical fitness. We all we need to protect our bodies because that is our temple. And what I'm going to do is like on the guys like gym, it's going to be like, like separated like gyms or something. I'll make up some bullshit reason, but on the guys gym, I'll take like the weights or whatever. And I'll like erase the numbers and make them seem higher than they are. So people are like, Oh, I'm doing like a hundred pounds or whatever, but they're really doing like 20 pounds you make it you make an entire car innards out of plastic but it looks like it's painted to look like metal so someone can lift it well like so that way the guys think think they're working out and they're getting stronger but then like the girls like jim what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna give them like the real stuff so they'll be actually getting accurate training so they'll get stronger the men will get weaker (laughs) there you go and i'll just be like Hey, uh, okay, cool. So now we're all here at this meeting. Uh, let's have a contest of physical fitness. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's see what happens. And then I'll just be like, and people are like, what? What's going on? I was doing this. And I'm like, the prophecy has come true. <laughs> um, I have something here. Yeah. Speaking of strong women or powerful women, I uh-huh. should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to find it. Here we go. So um, I've got some news, especially if you're living in uh, England or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know if you're one of our English listeners. Do we have any English listeners? I'm sure we probably do. Well, did, I'm going to start being more hollering. optimistic yeah. about our listeners because I was told that I'm too pessimistic. Sure. So I'm going to start being more optimistic about our listeners and say, yeah, we probably got someone in England who listens to us. Why wouldn't um, we? I don't know. They, they like us. Anyway, okay, so um, my thing We've here, done nothing to the British. My thing here isn't loading. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Ah, anyway, stretch, stretch. stretch. Um. All right, I'm gonna skip that for now. Oh, oh, okay. It's not loading at all, completely. Um. Anyway, hold on, folks. We just yeah. we have some technical difficulties. Yeah. We'll we'll return momentarily. <laughs> Okay, so I found it here. Uh, speaking of powerful uh, women, yes, uh, Britain's longest-serving dominatrix retires her wit. Oh, that's too bad. This lovely, lovely lady here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Mama, what's <laughs> going on there? <laughs> Let's find out. What's her name? Um, lovely woman. All right, so Mistress Suzanne Dawson... Uh, <laughs> Yep. Nothing says dark and dominated like Suzanne Dawson. <laughs> yeah, Mistress Suzanne Dawson, yeah, right. <laughs> um, who is age 66, 
is packing up her handcuffs and whips. Britain's longest-serving dominatrix, who has been paddling the bottoms of Britain's finest for more than 25 years, is retiring, according Aww, to the Daily that's, Mail. That's, that's sad. It is. Uh, the end of an era. It is. Will. It is the end of an era. Um, <laughs> the end of the spanking era. <laughs> um, Dawson, closed up her <laughs> Dawson closed up her seaside guest house in uh, Great... Yarmouth, uh, from where she offered her bed, breakfast, and bondage services to men, uh, to some of the country's most prominent citizens. As she told the Daily Mail, I might not see them in my dungeon anymore, but I see them on television all the time. What? Whoa. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's what she said. Like, she, like she's fucked TV people? That's what she said. We talked about it in the last sentence, in the but last like, paragraph. Hold on. Like, just TV people? I'll repeat the previous thing. She is she a dominatrix to the stars? Did I miss that? Dawson has closed up her seaside guest house in Great Yarmouth. I heard that. I heard that. From where she offered her bed, breakfast, and bondage services to some of the country's more prominent citizens. Oh, okay. See, I didn't put that as being famous. I thought it meant like, 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 like. Oh, I guess it could be politicians. Okay, that makes sense. All right, continue. <laughs> Sorry, my, I had a brain fart there. I just didn't put two and two together. Continue. Dawson, however, is not a spank and tell kind of gal. I'd never give out names, but it's safe to say I've spanked some very well-known men. That <laughs> <laughs> and what a claim that is. Yeah. The property, including her famed dungeon, is being converted into apartments. Aww. Dawson didn't intend to go into the bondage business, but fell into it by accident after searching for ways to make extra money. Her husband, Paul, fully supported her. She, uh, he says she's a natural because she's so, quote, bossy. <laughs> but like many uh, but like many who hit the double six her reason for retiring is simple she's simply tired of working dawson isn't the first dominatrix over 50 we've covered our grandmother of th- one grandmother of three <laughs> known simply as mrs robin had earlier See, that sounds like a dominatrix name yeah said earlier this year that she didn't discover her sexually adventurous side until she was in her 40s oh. scroll through the photos and take a closer look at this uh at dawson's dominatrix den so why not let's let's, let's do that wow so there's she's got like the typical okay let me, let me try describe what i'm seeing it's a typical gimp room there's a person in all leather, and she's she's in like a, a corset, and it's it's your typical thing with whips and chains, and what you think of when you think of BDSM and, and dominatrix. Let's move let's move forward. The next photo looks more interesting. Next photo is a giant man baby crib, <laughs> where the man baby, baby sleeps, where the king baby sleeps, and she's like a nurse or your mother. Or I don't know, maybe a nurse. I'm guessing a nurse. Uh, third, there's a, what? A woman, an older woman in a nurse's outfit. No, it's probably a man dressed as a a maid. maid. Yeah. Um, cleaning the floor as she looks on disapprovingly as if, (laughs) as if he, she has missed the spot. Um, the, okay. This is just like a seaside. This, this, what? This looks like a, a living room set. And and she's hitting the maid. Oh, she's, and she's, and she, it's same thing. And she's hitting the maid. Probably the maid for missing a, a spot. Probably for missing a spot. Probably for that spot that they missed in the last photo. Now the maid is a table <laughs> for her to eat her dinner on. I know that's a real that's a real yeah. thing, by the way. Yeah, um, that's a real fetish. Um, now it's a table to eat her food on, and she's reading a magazine, and looks like she has a bottle of, of champagne or wine. I can't really quite tell based on the glass. Um, now she's in the the more dominatrixy outfit, uh, the uh, kind of uh, the. 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the, uh, the corset, corset where you can see it. her bum. And now the maid is <laughs> same maid is in is in shackles. Um, his head is shackled up, or her it's head, his her head is shackled maid up. Must have fucked up real bad. Oh yeah, she didn't. She did. She fucked up real bad. Uh, let's see. And then we have the photo from the beginning that we saw of the of the of the the lovely miss. Uh, and let's see. Now the maid is all strapped up. Uh, and she's still in her in her bustier and her uh, in her um, uh, corset and some some fish net stockings. Um, once again, another maid being used as a table. <laughs> another person, and then looks like a lovely Christmas card photo. At the <laughs> end there, looks like she she's looks running like. for office. So that's what she looks like now. Those photos must have been from some time ago. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's interesting. Uh, she looks like she's running for office, maybe, or like she's on city uh, you council. You know what? I'm really proud that she's discreet about it. After that many years, she could just be like, "I'm gonna write a tell-all book." And I'm gonna money. tell all I am. I'm gonna tell it all. <laughs> I'm gonna tell all the fannies I spanked. <laughs> that one there, I bummed him. I bummed him in the back. <laughs> I bummed him. Where else would you bum him? In the front. Uh, <laughs> oh, you man. put a fanny on their face. And you bum them. Well, a fanny is different in England. Yes, I'm English. <laughs> I English that. is oldest dominatrix. Maybe not English. <laughs> Maybe not English. <laughs> Possibly American. <laughs> Possibly lying to everyone. Um, all right. So that that's that's that. Well, she, she could be part of the. You cult know what? Too. Cheers to a a uh, a lifetime of good work, madam. We salute you. Cling cling. Um, all right. Cool. So let's get let's get to it, dude. All right. Oh, let's shit. get to it. Oh no. Might as well. Let's get to it. So, I had some really some some fears about last week's one. I tried yeah. to explain it to my girlfriend. Told her never to do it. Yeah, and she was like, "What is it exactly?" And I'm like, "It's this." She's you like, gave her all the steps to do it. I gave her all the steps to do it, and then and told then her not said, to do it. No, don't do it. It's like her. It's like she has uh, she has a nephew and a niece, and the, the niece will always <laughs> the niece will always tell her little brother not to do things. Like for example, they were trying to climb up on. She's a bunk bed. She's trying to climb up on top of her bunk mm-hmm. bed. And they pulled, she, he, she put the ladder away. Like she pulled the ladder off, put it in the closet. And she's like, don't climb up on there. And then like the little brother tried to climb up again. And he's like, where's the ladder? And the little, the, the, the girl, the little, uh, niece Anastasia was like, the ladder is in the closet, but don't do it. <laughs> she's, she's the best. Here's Anastasia the likes to tell don't you how old it. she is. And then her, and then, uh, when she's going to turn five, she said, I turned five on my birthday. <laughs> Me too. Uh, <laughs> I, five I told her, I'm like, yo, old I am. She's like, what? I'm like, 27. <laughs> She's like, okay, <laughs> Mr. Man. Uh, anyway, but that is that is uh, that is that story. But yes, so so, so yes, uh, I guess running in the family. So let's is re- let's recap. Here. So we talked about um, uh, what's her name? Is it? Is it I, I never I, something Lim, right? What's her name? Elisa Elisa Lim. Elisa Lam. I'm sorry. Elisa Lamb. I was going to say Eliza Lim. Close enough. Elisa Lamb. Who, <laughs> the knockoff uh, version. Who, yeah. Who uh, disappeared mysteriously in an elevator. Then we talked about the elevator game where you can go to another world and where there's a burning cross in this, a red cross glowing in the sky. And if you pass out, you wake up in your bed, but you better make sure it's your world or else like even the slightest thing being off, it could be another plane of existence. It's true. So... Naturally, that led me to see if anybody's tried this, and I received a link, a mysterious link, that uh, took me to Reddit slash No Sleep, and I'm going to read you a story here. Oh, my God. Someone. Somebody did it? Somebody did it. Or is it... Wait a minute. 
Did they did they do it or is this like a creepy pasta? Somebody did it. All right, it might be a creepy pasta, but I don't care. I'm going to pretend it's real. So this is. um, uh, Did we did we receive this from a listener or somebody else told you about this? No, someone else told me. Okay, okay. Well, thank you, whoever you are. So it's a longer thing here, and there's going to be a lot. uh, I read through it, and there's a lot of like people repeating themselves and stuff like that. So bear with me here. I'll try to kind of go through. Okay, continue. But feel free to interrupt me whenever. All right. Um, the title of this, so this is on uh, Reddit slash r slash no sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, the title of this one is I Fainted After the Elevator Ritual. Help Urgently Needed. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. By the way, okay, if you don't know what the elevator ritual is, it's too long to explain. Go back and listen. Pause this now. Go back and listen to last week's episode about it because we spent a good 40 minutes in the in the episode about it. Um so it's very important. The, the one brief thing I will say is it's very important that if you faint, you you probably will wake up in your own bed. That's what they said. And you have to look around and make sure that you're in your regular reality. Because even if something is slightly off, even slightly off, you could be in a different plane of different existence. world. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <clears throat> so it starts off. Okay. Slash R slash no sleep. I'm fucked big time. Uh, I don't think I've ever been as screwed as in the ass as I am now. This is rushed. Bear with me. I'm just panicking. I'm fucking scared and I don't know what to do. As you can see from my urgent title, I attempted the fucking elevator ritual and it went wrong. I've attempted other rituals, Ouija boards, three Kings doors to the mind and even fucking hide and seek alone. Hold on. I want to, I want to read about some of these afterwards all in that order. God only knows how I safely got out of that final one, but I was lucky enough to not get seriously scared. Well, they wrote scarred, but yeah. Uh, So I became more and more ignorant as I attempted the latter ones. So by the time I discovered the elevator ritual, uh, I was already a stupid fuck. (laughs) So I like that they're starting off by saying like, I I was dumb. I was dumb. Please just, just, uh, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Okay. They're bargaining essentially is what they're doing. Um, They're bargaining. Wait a minute. My question is if, if they think they're in a different reality. I don't know. Anyway, um, okay. I was so eager to attempt this ritual that because of my luck with the other ones, in fact, I decided I would attempt it a bit less than a week ago. And I've been preparing since by reading more, uh, a bit more about it, jotting down the instruction, instructions and all that. I handled the matter as if I wasn't fucking tampering with the spiritual world. Nope. It was a walk in the park for me. I made my way to the 10 plus story building I was going to be performing this in. Uh, it wasn't that far, but I went on my bike anyways. For extra thrill, I left my home at about 11.30. So when I arrived at the building, it must have been around 11.45. But I'm sure um, attempting this in when it's dark is the requirement anyway. So whatever. Some information on the building because it's relevant later on. It was a flat, so people lived in this building. By this time, most of them would have been behind their doors in the safety of their own homes uh, while I was attempting some uh, odd spiritual world ritual shit. I went to the area where the lifts could be found. This area was called lifts A and B for convenience, I guess. The section had two lifts, lift A and lift B, and then the staircase next to lift B. Obviously, I wasn't there for the staircase. I wish I remember what what lift I took, but I'm not going back there to see. It's too fucking risky. It's just that I feel it's useful somehow to tell you all the minor details, even the lift I took, because it could symbolize something. So I got in the lift, performed the ritual, as predicted, 
uh, in the instructions at the at the ah, at floor five, the elevator stopped, and the quote woman stepped in and stood next to me. I froze. I didn't breathe. I didn't move. I literally stayed still. At this time, I thought the whole thing was a load of bullshit. And then I, um, let's see. I thought I'd, uh, I thought I'd mindlessly punch the numbers. Nothing would happen. I'd go back home laughing, and it'd be another experience for me to boast about. But now this fucking entity was in the elevator with me. And let me tell you about this quote woman. I didn't dare look at her, of course, because I was frozen with fear. And secondly, because the instructions I read strictly insisted that you do not acknowledge this being in the slightest. You don't even think about her or else she or else you'll be fucked. So I stared ahead and out of the corner of my eye, I picked some general details about her appearance as she stepped in. She was pale, very pale. Imagine the whitest white you can imagine. That's it. The um, area around her eyes seemed very dark. She was wearing a very long battered dress. It was a long, it was very long. It reached the floor and seemed to thread on as if the fabric dragged along the floor behind her. The fabric, by the way, looked very stretched and weak. Uh, and it wasn't white. Uh, it wasn't as white as her skin. The dress was soiled, lower part especially. It was black with dirt from being dragged along the floor. Uh, I can imagine. And there were uh, brown stains. Uh, not, oh my God, fucking blood stains. I mean, she probably dragged it over some shit stains. Uh, and she smelled like it too. She smelled ungodly. But what fucked me up the most about this quote woman was the fact, or was the unnatural aura she had around surrounding her. Okay. Even though I was aware of the fact that she was standing right next to me, I couldn't feel her presence. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it fucked me over so badly knowing that someone was standing next to me, but I but still sort of feeling like the area I was standing in was vacant. I can't even explain it. It just felt so wrong. She seemed so empty, like she was sucking everything around her into a vacuum like a black hole. I could feel every bit of my soul being lost to her. Sure, it sounds cheesy, but this is exactly how I felt. And this is the best way to just, uh, that I can describe it. I'm trying my best because recalling this experience makes me shiver. And I should have opted out now. I was already feeling sick to my gut, but I couldn't think. I just pressed the uh, first floor button to proceed with the ritual because as stupid as it sounded, I was scared the quote woman might scream at me if I did otherwise. So I stood there with the quote woman and willingly allowed myself to, um, to be entered into some spiritual realm like a fucking idiot. Oh dear God. If I had quickly pressed another button before I made it, before I made it to the ninth floor, I would have vowed to never step inside a fucking elevator again. I would drag my lazy ass up the stairs if I wanted to go to a higher floor, but I would never have uh, considered taking an elevator as long as I lived. No, I'm ranting now. I'm going to try my hardest to cut this short. So that way we can get straight to the point. The elevator arrived at the 10th floor. The woman stepped out without saying a word. I still didn't move. I just stared ahead and thought that if I stayed still, the doors would close and I would be transported back. The doors never closed, as if they were prompting me to get a move on. I considered the possibility of the, quote, woman racing back into the elevator um, with her terrifying pale face and fucking tearing me to shreds. So I used that as motivation to start moving. I'd been on the 10th floor prior to this ritual to make notes of any changes when I might return. 
Like mentioned in the instructions, everything looked the same, but the atmosphere felt so empty and surreal. The further I stepped out from the elevator, the stronger an urge grew within me to turn and opt out. I had an escape plan sheet in my pocket so I could leave any time. The front doors of this flat were situated next to, let's see, the front doors of this, uh, of this flat were situated next to each other in rows, all displayed on a sort of balcony since this was uh, the highest floor. Just, took a, just look at images of council flats to get a clearer idea. Because of this, I was able to see the sky. When I got a clearer look, my heart fucking dropped. The sky completely matched the description in the instructions. Oh, fuck. It says here, dark red hue. Um, the flat seemed to be kind of in a barren, isolated area as well. And then a random cross in the sky. And it was just nothing behind it. No explanation. It was just there. I turned and promptly walked quickly in the opposite direction. Then I ran. Um, then I ran. What was the point of acting all calm? I was already in deep shit by being stupid enough to attempt this. I took out the, quote, escape plan, which had uh, the returning instructions, and panicked as I stood in front of the elevator to press the call button. And then out of the corner of my eye, I noticed a fucking shadow standing in front of the elevator right next to me, pressing the call button, waiting for the elevator to arrive mirroring me at that moment i pissed myself the elevator arrives the door opens i go inside i press the button for the door to close it takes forever but in reality only five seconds and frantically punch in the reverse buttons and thank god that it works the first time i'm taken to the ground floor i step out of the elevator turn around uh and notice that the second elevator is on its way down from the 10th floor no Fucking no, absolutely not. I turn and run for my fucking life. As soon as I made it out of the building, I felt my body shut down. I collapse and darkness follows. I woke up in my room and started writing this as soon as I realized what happened. In the instructions, it vaguely mentions fainting after leaving the other world and how that's uh, linked with a very high change, maybe chance, of returning. I'm scared. I'm fucking shivering, and I regret this. When will I go back? How? What will that quote woman come for me? Will I go back in an uh, in another elevator ride? If that's the case, I'm I'll make sure to never step in another fucking elevator again. How can I prepare myself to ensure that I escape safely? In fact, how can I prevent going back completely? None of these instructions explain what happens in case of this. I didn't think this would happen to me. I don't want to go back there. I need help from all of you. Please send me answers below. I've broken down into tears as I'm running about this and just feel sick. That's it. When people respond and, you know, they're like theorizing, well, maybe this and that. And uh, the person went on to say that after this, you know, obviously they couldn't sleep for a few days and they felt like they've been like seeing things at like home and like things like that and just like feeling weird. So that is one person's experience. Supposedly. After, supposedly. <laughs> after doing the elevator game. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I don't think it's like a creepy pasta because I feel like if that's the case, it would have been like, and then when I awoke at home, I saw the girl standing there. Or, the girl, you know, or, doing this. Or maybe they wanted to make it sound so realistic that we all were like, oh, fuck, it really happened. Could be. I mean, I'm not going to go try it to find out. I mean, I'll take the guy's word for it. You could find out. No, I'm good. 
Oh, yeah, you, you said you challenged No, him. I didn't. Ch- the girl already heard you. <laughs> With the shit-covered dress. Yeah, the shit. The girl in the shit-covered dress. I heard you making fun of my dress. <laughs> I heard you making fun of my dress, Prish. <laughs> she, she's, um, what's, her, what's, what's his face? <laughs> Freddy Krueger? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, are, you talk, are you talking about, oh, from, from Rick and Morty? You mean, uh, what, yeah, what is scary it? Terry. Scary Terry. Oh, bitch. Um. Yeah, fuck that thing forever. Well, I'm curious about those other rituals. I want to know more about those. Well, you've uncovered my plan, and I think that what we're going to do is as we approach Halloween, oh. we'll be, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, let's look a little bit further into this stuff. Either that or we can talk about all those other things in a bonus episode for Halloween. Just saying. Well, right. let's see what we uncover. I, I like your idea of every week talking about another one we'll and seeing what we uncover. We'll I think that's neat. I think because Halloween is coming up, this I think is going to be probably one of the last podcasts. In se- no, we have one more in September. Yeah. So how many rituals were mentioned there in the list? Um, because there's five I mean, weeks in October. I mean, like they talked about Ouija board. I feel like we don't count that because that's. Just- but 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 I want to see. But there's a specific ritual in regards to this person who's saying these are these rituals, and the Ouija board is is. Specific in one well, of them, which the talk thing about that. Too we'll, we'll is it, it sounds like this person has done all those things and everything. Really I'm really, cool. I'm really so I feel intrigued like by hide we, we and all, seek alone. We all kind of know the Ouija board, so I'm like, I, I don't feel a, a high thing for that. I mean, there's things we could talk about with it, like we could talk about Zozo. Um, mm. But uh, like, there was a couple other. Don't things try there. these at home. This is like MythBusters. Don't try this yeah, at home. Don't. don't we're do professional this. podcast idiots who are telling you bad. we're not going to do it. So you shouldn't try <laughs> yeah, it either. Don't don't do this at all. <laughs> never, never, never do ever this. do it. Never ever do it. Never um, ever. <laughs> so there's that, and I might have one more thing elevator related next time. I haven't decided mm. yet. Maybe I'm okay. not sure. Um, <sighs> cool. So I have. Let's see. Oh, man. Do we want creepy or like kind of funny? I think we need to. I think we've had enough creepy for tonight. Okay. And we're going to have a whole month full of creepy coming up. So whatever okay. you got, hold on to it. And I think we need some kind of funny to take us out this evening. Okay. Something. I mean, some people might think it's creepy because <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. Some, I've talked to some people who are like deathly afraid of this. But I think it, it, it's, it's something that is a little silly. Um, so one thing that we've talked about, Ian, on this show is we hate how people sometimes, you know, take credit for shit. Yeah. Or or do something slightly different. Like, it's completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Vanilla Ices of the world. Yeah, I getcha. The What's-His-Face, Sandston. Oh, God. Why did you make me remember that? <laughs> right? Sandston. That's what I'm Sandston. talking about. Uh, <sighs> anyway, continue. World chess president mm-hmm. claims he was abducted by space aliens and they invented chess <laughs> <laughs> okay continue all right here we go <laughs> let's go through the wormhole well we did see in star wars that there was some sort of chess like game and that happened a long time ago in, in a, a galaxy, galaxy far far, far away. away it's true all right let's go ahead and i know i might butcher some of these names here um when Kirsan, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try that last name, <laughs> uh, Ilya Mazanov, uh, wakes up every day, perhaps he wonders if this will be the day when his extraterrestrial friends will return to bestow new 
earth-shaking secrets of the universe on him. And chess rules. <laughs> now, now they have guns. <laughs> you can press a little thing. Now, it's got a little launcher now, missile. Now they have guns. It's got it's got it's got to be like a chess with chess. Now with guns. <laughs> <laughs> How does that even work? Shut up! It's got guns. It's got to be like the nineties. For you Star Wars fans, we got ones with lightsabers. They got it like oh. all nineties out. Where it's like you can shoot the torpedo right here. <laughs> is it like chess with crossfire? Yeah. Oh god, that'd be great. Chess fire. Yeah. That sounds. That sounds like a, a ch- chess. It sounds like you're saying chest fire, <laughs> which is a way better name for heartburn. I have, I have chest fire. Oh my god. That sounds like the Native American term for heartburn. He is afflicted with the chest fire. He have them chest fire. <laughs> um, it will clear out in t- four, four to 12 hours. It will clear out in one moon. <laughs> um, okay. They say there was one who had the chest fire for many moons. <laughs> for many moons. But that and is an agent. He, he, took, <laughs> he took the ancient's herbal secret. <laughs> you too can buy it at a low, low price. <laughs> They're just like making money off you. <laughs> ancient, oh, ancient Navajo oh. secret available only at Pachanga Casino. <laughs> Please come for the secret. Stay for the fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the name of the actual pill. As the secret, call it the the real secret. <laughs> Cover the secrets. Stay for the fun. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> All right. See, Do we know? I can see the commercial. Yeah, dude. It's him walking. And after he says, he's like, at Pachanga Casino, we have the most table games in Southern California. <laughs> we have the most. <laughs> With Our the fabu- highest, highest average earnings. Our fabulous spa and restaurants. <laughs> International buffets. Not to mention the secret. <laughs> Not to mention the points at the side. There's a little sign. This is like when you go to the hotel when you when you yeah. turn on channel one. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the video that's playing. See a sign, and the sign has like a dude eating buffalo wings, and he's smiling, and he's holding a bottle of the secret. <laughs> the secret. Like, and there's different ones throughout the casino, and there's uh-huh. one with like a girl, and she's eating like I don't know, like a meatball sub or something like that. Not even. That's got to be classier than that. She's in a fine red evening gown. Yeah, fine red. And her evening hu- gown. she's she's toasting some wine with her husband while he has a big old steak, and she's got a salad because that's what they do. <laughs> and she like is smiling, and then and then puts a little of the secret on her salad, and takes a big bite. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little. It's like a seasoning. It's all it is is glorified <laughs> oregano. <laughs> all it is is just liquefied. Like it's it's, it's just, just liquefied like tums. <laughs> liquefied. <laughs> just put it in the powder. And uh, you put it on top of things. Yeah, yeah. You just shake it there. Yeah, like a salt. There you go. You have a little Johnny running around. You know, he's got a hot dog in one hand and he's got the secret in the other hand. Great, Safe, great, <laughs> great for, kids. for the kids. He's going down the water slide with it. <laughs> you, have, you have a dog drinking out of a bowl. It says safe for dogs, too. <laughs> Rover loves it. Come for the secret. Stay for the fun. Anyway, okay, continue. So I want to hear about the, the chess with guns. <laughs> So uh, that's right. You read it correctly. His E.T. friends. And this isn't even a new revelation about the 53-year-old former president of the Russian Republic of Kalmykia. Kalmykia. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say his last name. I'm just going to say he. Uh, He is currently president of the International uh, Chess Foundation. What's his first name? Uh, I can't remember. 
Scroll up real Some, quick. Something. Refer to him by because because I feel like with heat. Kirsan. Kirsan. Okay. So Kirsan is the president of the chess. Kirsan is chess currently president of the International Chess Foundation, a okay. position he's held since 1995. Okay. After readily defeating um, former, <laughs> after readily defeating former world chess champion uh, Gary Kasparov last year for the job. Oh, so I remember he, that. That was a fierce election. He got the <laughs> job by beating his successor in chess. Really. That's, that's what amazing. it says. He beat him for the job. Like, it's not like, okay, well, the other guys are tiring, or, okay, we got to vote. Well, I guess that president. proves you know chess better, doesn't it, if you I, win? I guess. I mean, you're better at it, but does that mean that you can run an organization about it? That's, I don't know. That's, you imagine if that were the thing? It was like, it was like you get to, you beat me at Super Smash Brothers? You're the president of Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> They had an opening, unfortunately. You, but they just filled that, by the way. You, uh, you heard about that a few weeks, yeah, about a month ago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it sucked. But they haven't. But they filled it. Guy was the guy who is now the president of Nintendo. Used to be the president of the Pokemon company. So we'll <gasps> see what that means for Pokemon games. I'm excited. <laughs> um, you beat me at flipping hamburgers. You're the president of McDonald's. <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> rubbish. I'm the president of McDonald's. All right, buddy. Delicious hamburgers, french fries, and milkshakes. <laughs> I had some delicious McDonald's hamburgers, french fries, and soda pop, not milkshakes. You're, you're better at reading comics. You beat Stan <laughs> Lee. I guess you made Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> you made him. I guess if you know more about yeah. Spider-Man than Stan Lee, you, you, now, you now are the inventor of Spider-Man. There you go. You win. <laughs> but do it quick, because once someone passes away, yeah, that man. contest is closed. Exactly. Um <laughs> Let's see. His background and position on UFOs and ETs will undoubtedly bring... Uh, well, hold on. Based on his theory, though, wouldn't the aliens be the president of the chess organization? Or did he beat? Did he best the aliens we, in chess? We haven't gotten Oh, there. man. I'm excited now. I'm, I'm, his I'm background it. and position on UFOs and ETs will undoubtedly bring Kirsan under fresh scrutiny. Uh, he's reported considering running for president of FIFA. <laughs> no. Yep. Did the, the aliens invent soccer too? The international governing body of football. Uh, the suggestion. Oh, I thought it was like another another game board organization. No, like, the game started with no, F. FIFA. Okay, that FIFA. Right. Um, quote: The suggestion has been made, but for myself, I haven't decided anything about this issue yet. <laughs> this most like I am neutral on this statement. <laughs> um, Can either confirm or deny. I'll yeah. be playing. That was according to the Associated Press. Uh, during uh, his presidency of uh, Kalmykia, um, Kirsan, pictured above uh, at a 2006 uh, meeting in Moscow's Kremlin with President uh, Putin, uh, claimed he was abducted by extraterrestrials. Kirsan says that on uh, an evening in September 1997, ETs wearing yellow spacesuits <laughs> spirited him out of his Moscow home and took him to their spaceship. He's part of an interview. Uh, here's part of an interview he gave in 2007 for <laughs> for an Al Jazeera news report. All right. Meet the president, Kirsan. He's Russian. Go for it. <clears throat> I was taken. Well, he's, but he's like a different kind of Russian. He's one of these Russians. He still would sound Russian. Would he? Okay. Yeah. Um, but sound happy. Not like a sad Russian. Sound happy. Okay. 
I was taken from my apartment uh, in Moscow to to. I'm gonna leave out the, the word this to make it sound better. I was taken from my apartment in Moscow to spaceship, <laughs> and then and then went to some star. And after that, I asked him, "Please bring me back." They they are like people like us. They have the same mind and the same vision. I talked with them, and I understand we are not alone in this whole world. We are not unique. I'm not crazy, man. <laughs> okay. I'm not crazy, man. But after I give first interview to Radio Freedom in Russia, thousands, not hundreds, thousands of people wrote me letters and called me out on phone saying, Oh, Kirsan, you're a politician and you're not afraid to talk about it. Following a 2010 uh, television interview in which Kirsan freely spoke of his alleged meeting with aliens on a spaceship, a member of the Russian parliament, uh, Andrei Lebedev, uh, voiced several concerns to the president, Dmitry Medvedev. Uh, Medvedev, Medvedev, sure, okay, um, according to BBC News. Lebedev wanted to know if Kirsan was, quote, fit to govern. Um, he said... He is also concerned that uh, if Kirsan was abducted, he may have revealed details about his job and state secrets. Assuming the whole thing was not just a bad joke, it was an historic event and should have been reported to the Kremlin. <laughs> the BBC quoted Lebdiv. Uh, Lebdiv also asks if there are official guidelines for what government officials should do if they are contacted by aliens. <laughs> Especially if those officials have access to state secrets. Consider should we tell them? <laughs> should we tell them? No. No. Yet. Yet. Considering. Uh, Why could I not remember the Russian word for no? Because there's other words for no. Uh, considering. <laughs> thanks, his, thanks, Chewie. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> considering his alleged otherworldly encounter and uh, his long term association with FIDE, it's not surprising to hear uh, Kirsan make an out of this world connection between aliens and the game of chess. My theory is that chess comes from space because it's the same. Because it's the same rules, 64 squares, black and white, and, uh, <laughs> and the game rules in Japan, in China, in Qatar, in Mongolia, in Africa. The rules are the same. Why? I think maybe it's from space. <laughs> In 2001, Radio Freedom, Czech Republic interview, uh, Kirsan described how his alien encounter unfolded. Oh, man, there's a lot of quotes from him. I keep doing the Russian accent. It was not not in our Russian space vehicles, but with aliens. They come in flying saucer. Pick me up. I spend whole day in outer space. It was my. It, it was, was fun my, birthday. It was. <laughs> it was fun birthday. <laughs> Mellow but fun. Uh, it was from my apartment. They flew in and picked me up. They were wearing yellow spacesuits. I remember this moment exactly. We went off. To I had ha- I had sandwich in one hand and penis another. <laughs> it's not like something I do every day. Just once in a while. And just on my birthday. <laughs> You know, it's special. <laughs> we went off to their interplanetary ship, and I started to feel lack of air, lack of oxygen. They gave me a spacesuit as well. One of aliens pointed to his chest and indicated that oxygen supply could be regulated by turning a dial. So this is what I did. <laughs> it's probably a good remi- uh, reminder. It's probably a good reminder moment that this is the man who. Uh, was president of a Russian republic 
of a Russian Republic for 17 years, um, has been president of the global fe- uh, of the global chess organization for the past two decades, and may seek presidency of FIFA, and has had numerous high-powered p- uh, political connections, including uh, the above-pictured Putin. That said, Kyrgyzstan's uh, alien narrative continues. The sheep was absolutely enormous. One of its chambers was the size of a large football pitch. We land, <laughs> we play pickup game. <laughs> I do Cruyff turn on aliens. I score goal. Everyone cheers. <laughs> Everyone cheers, especially aliens. <laughs> now, uh, he says, um, we landed on one of the planets and picked up some piece of equipment. They told me everything in detail. I asked them to take me back to Earth as quickly as possible because in two days I had to conduct Youth Government Week. <laughs> and I have then, some previous obligations. I can't be here. I can't just go on a trip right now, guys. And then they brought me back and everything was normal again. After a few, uh, a few days later, I was walking along and thinking, why did they take me? And I was cursing myself for not asking them any questions. But it is possible that it's still not the time for us to meet... Uh, Oh, hold on here. Sorry, say it. For us to meet um, these extraterrestrial civilizations, uh, that question of why did they take me has most likely been echoed by by countless people who have claimed over several decades to have experienced, who have had experiences quite similar to what Kieran's insists uh, happened to him. In fact, these uh, so-called international UFO abductees uh, form the basis of a growing subculture of the UFO community. Uh, They call themselves experiencers. For more than a quarter of a century, groups of like-minded individuals have found solace by sharing their experience with each other. Uh, is this, or I'm sorry, is the alien abduction phenomenon truly alien-related? According to 2009 uh, ABC News report, psychologists say that the media-generated images of alien kidnappings can become easily ingrained in our subconscious and then vividly reenacted in our dreams. One reason why people, why many people in Russia and America have uh, may appear to have cut Kirsan some slack about his claims is because they believe they've shared a similar experience. Kirsan is one Russian politician who publicly discru- uh, discussed UFOs and culturally, uh, it apparently was not a disaster. Perhaps Russian population, uh, perhaps the Russian population sees him as someone uh, bending the rules when he talks about having had an experience with a UFO and its alien crew. <laughs> I don't know why saying that. And it's alien crew is like, cause that makes it more like Apparently a lot of people in Russia have had pickup games with, with Mar- <laughs> Martians. <laughs> like it's something about saying like, Oh, the, the an alien crew makes it seem like, cause at first you're like, Oh fuck aliens. But then it's like some of those guys, some of those aliens are like literally just doing their job. <laughs> like they're like, Oh, I got like five minutes to lunch. Can't we pick up someone else after lunch? <laughs> Can we can we go to Gazorpagorps? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, whether he's outspoken about UFOs uh, from experience or just for publicity and attention, we don't know. Um, but there's rather an unusual. But but it's rather unusual when you compare him to American politicians. Here in the U.S., it is still a political disaster for a politician to discuss UFOs from a personal point of view. FIFA will choose its new uh, president. 
<laughs> That's such a weird Just fucking FIFA <laughs> will choose its new president next February If Kirsan decides uh, To enter the race of international football President uh, contenders he Maybe he's due for another E.T. visit <laughs> One that might convince him that perhaps Quote They invented football too all right. So, All right. Chewy, we've been over a lot of things uh, today. What have we what have we learned, Chewy? What have we learned from this whole experience that we've had today? Um that chess there's no there, there's no doubt that aliens invented chess because it's so fucking difficult sometimes. We've learned that maybe dabbling with the spirit world isn't smart and that you could hurt yourself. We've learned that after working so long, you just kind of want to take a break, even if your work is spanking fannies. And we've Sp- learned that bums. if we do find ourselves in a dark world where we don't know where, where, where anything is and there's a rolling red cross in the sky, there's only one deity we should be praying to. That is Gadget. Hallowed be her name. Hallowed be her name. <laughs> I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. All praise be unto the Dark Lord Cromdar. Save us, Jesus Christ, from our sins. And don't forget to keep that face because it might turn red while a British nanny spanks your fanny. <laughs> this is done. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.